welcome to the Expand Her podcast with myself, Sarah Louise Sutton. I am an intuitive life and business coach, and it is my sole purpose to help you unearth and claim your sole purpose. With myself and special guests, you'll be hearing about all things intuition, guidance, channeling, manifesting, healing, and energetics, and how you can use all of these things to not only create a magical and expanded life, but also to create a successful, heart-centered, purposeful business, doing exactly what your soul came here to do. Thank you so much for being here with me today, and it is from my heart to yours that I am sending you so much love. Hello and welcome back to a brand new year of the Expander podcast. It's 2023. I hope that the holiday season and the new year was everything you wanted it to be and more. Um, mine was really peaceful, really quiet. Honestly, it was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> um, it was everything I wanted and more. Lots of family time, spending lots of time with my mum as well, who I've not been with for Christmas for a few years. So that was really, really beautiful. Um, and so many Christmas movies. I couldn't even tell you what happened in half of them because I've watched so many at this point. Uh, but it's been so good. Um, and I've also really enjoyed the new year process this year. Like, generally speaking, I kind of set intentions and um, yeah, I feel excited about the new year. It always feels like a fresh energy, but this year feels different. It feels like there's been a real, I don't know, like I've, I've really got into new year this year <laughs> and it's not like I've set myself any uh, like specific habits or anything, but it just feels like a really exciting like restart, fresh start almost. Um, and yeah, I'm really here for it. I really, I'm excited. Um, so I said in my last episode, which was all about the 10 biggest learnings from 2022, that this episode was all going to be about one of those learnings, which was number 10, I think, um, which was all about learning and starting to work with your cycles in your life and business. And I'm not just talking about your menstrual cycle and cycle syncing, but actually also your daily cycles. So that's exactly what I'm gonna talk about in this episode, um, and I'm really excited. And actually, if you've been on my Instagram for like three years or so, maybe even four years, you'll remember that this is what I always used to speak about because I really started cycle syncing um, back, God, it, ha it has to be at least four years, maybe even five years now. and it, impacted me so much so I always used to talk about it it's still a practice of mine so I actually am really excited to talk about this today um, and also take it further um, and so what is cycle syncing cycle syncing is essentially it's the practice of starting to work with the natural cycles that we have the natural energy shifts that we have as women with our menstrual cycle and this does only count if it's a 
natural menstrual cycle in terms of you don't have the pill or any other contraception that's hormonal purely because when we take additional hormones or hormones of any form it's changing and shifting the fluctuations that we have and it normally holds us in a very specific hormone place and the whole point of cycle syncing and working with the menstrual cycle is that you're starting to work with the energies of those fluctuations and you're kind of working with them and in tune with them versus maybe against them. So if you don't have a natural menstrual cycle, you can use the moon instead, which has such a powerful energy and the four stages of the moon completely sync up with the four stages of our menstrual cycle. So if you are on the pill or you are in or going through menopause or for whatever other reason you do not have a menstrual cycle then you can use the moon instead and you will still feel that when we start tuning into and working with and becoming aware of the moon for example how much more the energy actually affects us and we can start to get the benefits of working with cycles um and i kind of feel this with anything like the more that we start to work with or become aware of something the more it actually impacts us like if I go through phases of of following the moon and I used to do this and I I kind of don't that much anymore but when I was really into the moon the moon affected me so much like so much and I just feel it's like when we're giving something out energy we are so much more tuned into the energy that is giving back and that is putting out. And so, you know, those that are really into astrology and planets and what's going on with transits and stuff, you're so much more affected by planets than those that aren't. So like, I would still every now and then be affected by a full moon or I'll, I'll feel something going on and it will be because of the planets, but nowhere near as much as I used to when I used to follow what the planets were doing. So when we are tuning in and working with something, we're so much more like tuned into the energy of it, you know, and like planets, like the moon, they hold such ridiculously strong energies that it doesn't take a lot to feel them so much more than what we're already exposed to. And it just takes our awareness of it and almost giving it our attention to strengthen that like bond almost. Um, and so if you're feeling like you don't feel that connected to the moon right now, but you want to work with cycles, but you don't have your own cycle for whatever reason, the more you start to become aware of the moon and the cycles that there are, the more you will start to feel it. So I really want you to know that. And with your own cycle too, you know, oh my God, the, the shifts you start to notice that are actually going on when you start to become aware of the different stages of your menstrual cycle, um, and even just our daily cycles, the more you'll realize how much they do impact you and the more that you will start to be able to work with them. So um, yes, it's a magical practice for sure. And I just think that when we're working with the energies that are around us or in us, <laughs> Life is just easier and that's that's a big thing that I want to share. Like this isn't just for life, it's also for in and in a business capacity. Like if you start even working with your cycles in your business, 
you're so much more productive. Like you're working with yourself versus against yourself. And I honestly just think it's the most productive way of working that exists. <laughs> um, and what I'd noticed in the last year, so as I was saying in my last episode of the podcast, I've always worked with cycle syncing on a monthly basis, but I hadn't so much worked with it on a daily basis. And it's shifted so much of my daily work and how I feel doing my daily work and just how easy it is to actually do what I need to do because I'm now working with myself and and the daily energy. So I'm excited to share that bit with you as well. So I'm gonna start by going through the four main stages of our monthly cycle. Um, And like I said, you can work with your own menstrual cycle here, or if for whatever reason you don't have one or you're on some sort of additional hormones, then you can work with the moon and I'll kind of share both of them. So the way that cycle syncing is kind of spoken about and explained is like there are four seasons, the same as our actual seasons. So they are winter, spring, summer, and autumn. And you'll see as well, like how their characteristics are the same as our seasons. And I just don't think that that is a coincidence. Like we are extensions of nature. We are nature. And so the first one I'll start with is winter. And winter is day one of your bleed until about kind of day five-ish on a normal 28-day cycle. But if you have quite a long bleed or a long cycle in general, this would definitely be a little bit longer. But what's beautiful with winter is you feel that transition when you go into spring. So you don't need to necessarily work with numbers or dates here to know that transition. You feel it. Like you all of a sudden feel almost like a burst of energy, an excitement, uh, an inspiring energy to go out and do things again in the world. And you always kind of feel that transition if you've honored your winter anyway. Um, So this is normally, I feel like, one of the most prominent shifts between energies because it is such a big shift that we feel. And winter is, um, in terms of the moon, it's the new moon. So it's when the moon is completely dark and it also gives the same energy of essentially being very, very inwards. And the reason that we feel very inwards is because we don't really have many hormones going on at this point. We've actually bottomed out of a lot of hormones and actually this is where we're cleansing excess hormones. This is where we're cleansing from toxins. Our body is in a cleansing process. And so this is a time where we naturally feel like our attention is more inward. It's more reflective it's more naturally in contemplation and it's this not wanting to be around too many people or people at all it's wanting to be in your own kind of like cave and just be by yourself and if you can and i obviously really appreciate that it is a privilege to do so but if you can honor that where possible and so that might just be 10 minutes in the day you know but it also might be that um, if you have some, if you are someone, sorry, that can work from home when you want, then these are the days that you stay in bed and work, you know, cozy in a duvet. Or if you've got your own business and you have the ability to do so, these are the days that you take off. And these are just days that you sit on the sofa and, you know, rest and actually just be with your body. And the shifts that you feel throughout your cycle when you start to honor this part of your bleed, it makes such a difference. Like it means that your body has got the kind of rest and rejuvenation that it needed during this really cleansing time. 
this is a time naturally where we feel, like I said, so much more reflective. And this is a time where we're also so much more intuitive, like so much more intuitive. Essentially, we haven't got this mask of hormones. And so we are so much more tapped in and able to feel and sense more energy and more of the spiritual world. And so this is why I really feel like we actually get a lot of guidance in this time and direction in this time because we're actually just way more tuned in to our truth versus having this mask of hormones that are wanting us to go out and do things and think about things and get a little bit ungrounded, which is what a lot of the hormones can do. So this is also a very grounding time. So um, in terms of work-wise and how this kind of corresponds in a business sense or a career sense or work sense, winter is amazing for reflecting and it's amazing for kind of getting guidance on what's next. So um, there's a saying in the cycle thinking world of like, I'm gonna bleed on it because if you've got a decision to make, you kind of get clarity when you're bleeding and when you have your actual period of what you wanna do next. And so it's a really great way of starting to live is allowing this time to reflect and then make decisions from this space versus trying to make a decision when, let's say you're in summer and there's a whole lot of distortions that could be going on <laughs> when it comes to decision-making. So um, yeah, that's a really beautiful practice within your business is to kind of give yourself some time and space over this time of your, of your month to really reflect and get proper guidance on what you do want to do going forward. Um, it is actually and can be a really good time as well to do really focused tasks. I feel like our focus is a lot more because we don't have this outward energy pulling us away. We have so much more of an inward and focused energy. And like I said, this is a great time to be intuitive. This is a great time to feel into things a lot more and um, that can be in a business capacity or in a personal capacity. And like I said, it's a great time to rest if you have the ability to do so. And I know I just said this, but really not um, underestimating what, even if you can just do it for five, 10 minutes a day, just be by yourself, really sit in the energy of winter. If you can do that, the difference that that makes, even though it doesn't seem a lot, even though it doesn't seem like it would make a big difference, it really, really does. And actually in the book called Wild Power, which is all about cycle syncing. So if you wanna go into this more, definitely um, give that book a read. But I think they say it's like the 1%, like even if you can just do something 1% uh, more, like you will feel the benefits of it. Um, so that's winter. And then we go into spring and spring is kind of the, let's say the week after you finished your bleed. but spring you really feel it like if you've kind of honored your your winter and you have a regular cycle you will feel a shift in energy when you move into spring it feels like you've got spring in your step literally <laughs> it feels like you've got that zest for life again you've got creativity's come back you feel inspired you feel like ready to go out into the world again it's a really big shift and this would be the same as the waxing mood like the first quarter moon 
And this is like with the analogy of a plant, like so your winter is very much where you've been looking after the soil, you know, you've been sorting that out so it's cleansed and it's ready. And the spring is where you plant that seed and the, the first few shoots start to come out. That's how this feels. And so this is a great time to start planning. It's a great time to utilize creativity. You know, if you create content for a living and things like that, this is a great time to start doing it. Doing it. It's when you wanna be outward more. So this is one of the outward energies. So this is where things like meetings and things like social events, um, if you are dating, this is a great time to be dating. Spring energy is also a great time to try new things. So this is the perfect time to start a new habit or to go shopping <laughs> um, and just generally try new things in life. Um, so this is such a spring energy and I love spring energy. Um, I mean, they all actually have their benefits, but I just love it when you get that real zest for life back and you have all this excitement energy and physical energy. So there are um, hormonal changes that happen here that are quite dramatic. So our testosterone and estrogen start increasing quite quickly during this time, which is why we have a lot more physical energy and we want to be going out and doing things with those with that energy, that physical energy. Um, so yeah, this is a great time for ideas. This is a great time for planning, for being creative, for being outwards, for going to meetings, for being more social, for starting to date. This is such a good time for all of that. And generally we feel quite good in this time like physically, emotionally, it's a, it's a good time. <laughs> um, and then we have summer. So summer would be the same as the full moon energy. And this is where we are and the few days around ovulation. So this is when we are really fertile. And this is a time when we are the most outward. And you think on a real biological level, this is when as as women, we are the most fertile and where our bodies naturally want to get pregnant. And so we have this energy and I really feel it is very biological that we want to be going out and and finding a mate essentially, like biologically, but obviously if you're in a relationship, that's gonna be different. But we have this energy of wanting to be out. We wanna be, we wanna be seen essentially. And um, there's actually a lot of studies that show that when we are in our ovulation phase, the actual uh, men that we are attracted to are different to the men at a different point of our cycle, which is so interesting because we are naturally wanting a mate. So it's, it's just super interesting. You just think we are actually mammals. <laughs> at the base of us and we have these mammal instincts and obviously if we're in a relationship it doesn't mean you're looking for someone else you've obviously got a partner there but it's this desire for wanting to be seen you have so much more like you feel really good about yourself at this point of your cycle the best of yourself in this cycle you've got this glow um there are characteristics that there are studies that show that certain characteristics look better on us at this time of the month because it's like this energy of um you know when you watch David Attenborough and like there's these mating calls and and the birds like put their feathers up so that they look even better during this time to attract a mate like we naturally are more symmetrical for example during this time like it's wild things like that that actually change for the mating process which blows my mind 
um and this is a little bit of a tangent <laughs> but but essentially we have this energy of wanting to be seen and be outward and we feel great and we kind of want people to know that um and so this is a great time to have meetings this is a great time to be seen if you do filming or content creation this is a great time to be in front of the camera not because you look more symmetrical <laughs> but because you want to, because you have more of an ability to, and it's easier to, you know, and, and creating content when you're in this mood is a whole lot easier than if you try to create content on the first day of your bleed or when you're deep in your autumn, which is going to feel so much harder. So like, this is where you can start really working with your cycle to get st stuff done quicker, working with your energy. So this is a great time to be in front of people. This is a great time to be doing sales, for example, in, in a job that requires sales. This is a great time to just be doing presentations or just be with people. Um, and actually, it's a lot harder during this time to, to be inward. It's a lot harder to feel more grounded. It's a lot harder to focus because it's almost like your energy is all going outwards. It's all out on other things. And so things like focus require energy to be inwards. It can't have that kind of distracting energy. And so something like a focus task would be a lot more difficult here. And feeling into your intuition, although none of these things are impossible, but they are more difficult and they might take more time to get into that energy of doing it. So this is a time to just, you know, work with it <laughs> and utilize it and do the tasks in your work or in your life to you know fill up your social calendar this week that require that kind of outward energy um and yeah i mean i actually can feel and i know a lot of my clients experiences too quite ungrounded at this time so it is important to if you feel that way and if you feel you have a quite scattered energy around ovulation so normal because of this outward energy but it's it's important to have some sort of grounding practices just on a daily basis just to make sure you are grounding and coming back to yourself and your energy um and so that's summer and then we go into autumn and so this is this is the other big shift of energy. So when we go from summer to autumn, there's normally a couple of days and these are normally very emotional days, <laughs> very emotional days. This is when you might have a day of crying. This is when you might have a day if you feel like your whole world has just collapsed and everything's going wrong. Like this is so normal on the transition days because basically what's happened is over ovulation, estrogen and testosterone have absolutely peaked. And these are hormones that they kind of give us a lot of physical strength and a lot of confidence naturally. So that's why we feel the way we do when we're ovulating. But what happens is once we've ovulated, they drop instantly, like they bottom out. And so there's um, a few days where it's like you've had all of this confidence and it's just vanished overnight. Like you feel like you're a different human being. And if you don't understand why you have that shift, you're going to attach stories to it. You're going to say something happened. Like you, you know, we get really involved with how we feel and, and 
we attach all these stories and meaning to that. Whereas as soon as you're aware of these changes, you're like, oh, it's just that transition day, it will pass. You will have a much easier time of it because if when you're feeling that way, you're attaching stories, you're making that energy just keep lasting. And this is what PMS is. Like this is when it ends up being 10 days because you've created stories around it. You're staying in it versus just letting it pass. Um, whereas when you're aware of what's going on, you can just witness it, know it will pass in a day or two and kind of laugh at it, at how dramatic it can feel. Just let yourself cry out and it does pass so quickly every time. Um, and then during your autumn, your estrogen starts to rise slowly. It has a little, um, up and then a down kind of midway and it does, it is more of a gradual estrogen increase and progesterone is then the main hormone though which increases solidly the whole time and then when progesterone decreases is the day you get your bleed so progesterone is a hormone that makes us feel ah super homely like it makes us feel inward cozy we want to nest naturally because if we did get pregnant coming back to we are mammals if we did get pregnant then this is a time that we wanna nest and make sure the home is nice, the home is looked after, the to-do list is off so that we can then start kind of, you know, creating a baby. Um, and so this is naturally a time where we make our home nicer. And now I've said that if you don't already do cycle syncing, you will notice this happens every time. Like as soon as, as soon as like this, this week, cause this would now be the week before your period or 10, 10 days before your period, you'll notice you do more cleaning in your home, you make it look nicer, you puff up pillows more, <laughs> you naturally tidy things up. It's such a, it's one of those things that's really funny when, when you're aware of it and you realize how much it does actually happen for everyone. Um, so that's the nesting hormone, that's progesterone. And so progesterone just gives us that kind of like inward cozy, I just wanna be wrapped up in a blanket thing kind of feeling. Um, and the thing that, affects most of us and why PMS is a thing and why we get a little bit irritated and irate <laughs> during this time is like I said we can really stay in the stories of that transitions transition phase and or we try to carry on with how we were in our summer with all this outward energy and we keep our calendar the same and we keep trying to do everything but we just aren't the same person energetically speaking so being around people goes from being something you wanted to actually your energy is inwards. You don't want energy on other people. You want to be on your own. And so when we are around other people, we get irritated by it because we don't actually want to be around other people that much. And that is a privilege to be able to distance yourself from people during that time, especially if you have a family, for example. But it's just having the awareness to be more gentle on yourself and also understanding why you're getting irritable. Like as soon as I started to learn about this, I went from someone that was honestly such an angry human the week before I bled to having so much more compassion and understanding of when I felt that way. And so it didn't affect me as much, even if I couldn't change the circumstances, even if I still had to be around people, it didn't affect me as much. Um, but obviously I do try and honor it as much as possible. And it is a time where I would spend maybe a bit more time on my own. Um, but this is really a time where, again, it's an inward one. And this would be, sorry, in terms of the moon, I forgot to say, this would be the third quarter. So this would be the waning moon. Um, but here we 
have so much focused energy because of the nesting and because we want like it's like we want a clean slate we want a to-do list no more we don't want things on our to-do list so we naturally have such a focus but also such a um wanting to get it done <laughs> like we just want to tick everything off the list so we have this real drive to just get stuff done so those little annoying tasks that have been hanging around all month this is the best time to get them done this is the best time to go through things like finances it's the best time to do those tasks that just require a lot of focus a lot of drive just to get them done and off the plate um this is also a great time for problem solving for creating things like systems just absolutely getting things done it's actually i love this time secretly because i just love that energy of tick 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 off the list um and on a personal note, this is such a great time for doing inner healing because you've just lost the hormones that give you all of this confidence. And so this time naturally brings up where we aren't confident in our life. It naturally brings up some of our stories. And when we realize that that is, it's not our truth, but it also, there are hints of our truth in it. And we can start to work with this time as showing us what we need to heal and what we need to work on. Um, and so this is a very powerful time for healing, very, very powerful. And obviously it's a very inward time, which is always very healing anyway. Um, this is a time to slow down on the exercise, definitely not not exercising, but not as, as maybe high intensity as you could have been a week prior. Um, and this is also a time to just be so compassionate with yourself or whatever is coming up and so much more understanding that you're not the same person you were a week or 10 days ago. Um, and the other thing as well I want to mention actually is as well as starting to work with this, with your cycles, you will notice you don't get as angry, you don't have as much PMS because you're understanding and working more with yourself. Um, but also, and this has actually been a self-experiment for, uh, I don't know, maybe a, just over a year now. Um, our diet impacts this hugely. Obviously, diet impacts our hormones tremendously. Like, our hormones are so linked to our uh, sugar levels. It is so, so linked to our sugar levels. It's ridiculous. So, our diet does hugely impact our hormones in general. But what I've noticed is it impacts this part of our cycle the most. Um, and so when I actually went wheat free for, I had to do it for six months, my cycles were shorter. And this time, this autumn period, so like the 10 days before my bleed, I had zero symptoms of my bleed coming. Like to the extent that like, it always felt like my bleed came out of nowhere because there were zero physical symptoms when I went wheat free and so much less emotional symptoms. And I don't have that much wheat. So that's just to put this in perspective that it wasn't a dramatic cut. I already eat pretty healthily and I am very, very vigilant on always having protein with every meal, which is a huge, huge impactor of our sugar spikes, meaning our hormones. So having protein with every meal is always gonna benefit and regulate your hormones so much more so I already was doing all of that so this wasn't a huge thing that I was doing like in a grand scheme of things but I cannot tell you the difference it made in this 
time of my cycle. Like no physical symptoms whatsoever. Like not even one little cramp, even when I was bleeding, not one. Um, and like I said, the emotional symptoms were so much less. And then I, I ate um, some gluten, not much. And my cycle instantly went back to how it was before I went week free. So I had the same physical symptoms that I used to have um, beforehand it instantly came back that month. And then I cut it out again, and it was so instant that it instantly, my cycle went back to normal, or how it had been for the last six months. Like, it's insane, and I'm kind of enjoying <laughs> playing with it, but it's insane how instant it's affected the cycle. Like, not in a few months, or it takes a few months to do something, like it was, it's literally that month. So, um, that's just something to bear in mind of just how much our food, and our diet um, impacts our hormones. Like I know we, we all know that, but like even something like gluten and wheat can affect it that much as well. Um, and supplements as well. So things like magnesium are very good for helping to balance out this later stage um, of your cycle. So um, that was another tangent, but our awesome time believe it or not, does not have to be the dreaded time of the month. It does not have to be angry, irritated, frustrated with yourself, with life, with people. It can actually be a really beautiful time. And it's very quickly become one of my favorites as well. Um, I actually love, I'd say spring and autumn are potentially my favorites. Um, I weirdly, although you'd say summer would probably be everyone's favorite, I don't like the ungroundedness of it. <laughs> And because I'm an introvert, I still don't appreciate being outward that much. <laughs> so, so autumn feels like really yummy now. And it used to be like dreaded for me. So I just, if, if you feel that and if you have that sort of experience and you've not done cycle syncing before, I kind of want this to be a bit of reassurance that that's how much difference this can make is it can become like your favorite time of the month instead of your worst. So yeah, in terms of working, autumn problem solving, getting shit done, just getting it done. So good. Such insane focus, getting everything off your to-do list. Um, and yeah, it can actually also be a really good time for articulating. So for things like writing, um, sometimes, you know, we can be creative and we can have ideas, but it's difficult to articulate. This time of the month can sometimes be really good at articulating things. Um, so that's another one to look out for. But with all of them, generally speaking, that's a rough guide based on hormones and, and kind of fluctuations energetically, but, but everyone is unique. And how you react to hormones is also unique. So it doesn't matter what I'm saying, like they're just kind of a rough guide and example, but the best way for you to start feeling how you are in the different seasons and different stages and if you're using the moon is to start to record how you are feeling on a daily basis throughout your cycle and then start putting some kind of things together and one of the best tools that I got for also learning about my cycles was I used the natural cycles app um so it's the app that you have a thermometer and you you um record your temperature every morning as soon as you wake up and it tells you 
well, it basically tells you where you are in your cycle, right? So it basically picks up ovulation, it picks up the day you're gonna bleed as well. So um, when we ovulate and our estrogen has dropped, it makes our temperature increase and that temperature will keep increasing and increasing and increasing until um, the progesterone then drops because we're about to bleed. And at that point, our temperature then goes back down to what it was to start with. So there's a very predominant curve within us on our temperature um, for our hormones. So we can actually see based on our temperature what's going on with our hormones. And this really helps to see where we are in our cycle in case we aren't feeling it emotionally or energetically at that point. And um, this is used as a contraception method because we can only get pregnant around ovulation, right? So when you use the app, it starts to help you understand when your fertile window is and when it's not. So you can obviously use that to your advantage if you're looking to get pregnant or if you're not looking to get pregnant. But whether or not you wanna use it for that method, it's so good for understanding your cycle. Like it's so good. And it just creates such a bond and connection with you and your cycle, I feel. And, um, you know, I, I started using that way before I started cycle syncing and I instantly just had so much more respect and honor for my body and actually how incredible they are because it's just this constant thing every month. <laughs> it just does this thing without us even asking it to. Um, and there's just this real physical shift that happens when it does it so it amazes me every time um but that's a great way as well as kind of documenting how you feel every day on an emotional level and also in a work sense like what you feel like you want to be doing or what tasks might be more difficult for you at that time you can also use the app and uh, working with your temperature to also see where you are in your cycle so there are a couple of ways that you can start doing that and like I said maybe maybe yours isn't kind of what some others experience maybe you feel like during your summer you have loads of focus maybe during your autumn you feel differently so this is we are all so unique and how we respond to hormones and all these things are so unique so I would always recommend anyway to not take my word for it not take all the books words for it that talk about this um, but to actually just listen to yourself um, and you know like I just mentioned with diet our stress levels, our information in our body, what's going on in our life, if we've been traveling, all of these things will also hugely impact our hormones and therefore like these fluctuations. And our nervous system, we've got a nervous system has such an impact on it as well. And so right now you might, like I said with, with me and the wheat, like I had very different symptoms when I have wheat than when I don't have wheat. And I don't necessarily have a bad a bad cycle at all I think I'm I've been so blessed and it's got easier and easier and easier since doing this work and looking after my health but there are huge differences when I have wheat and when I don't and so throughout the, throughout this process you know it may be changing if you're also working on your health or you're also working on your nervous system or you do travel a lot or you have less stress or you have more stress one month like all of these things will also hugely impact our um cycle and physically and also emotionally and energetically um and so i would always say to always be um mindful of those things i know everyone kind of is anyway 
but just to be so mindful on how much that impacts our cycles and how I really feel like when our body is in harmony, our cycles are in harmony. And there are many cultures where actually our menstrual cycle is a vital sign. So if you don't have a regular, fairly easy cycle, then you that is a, that is a vital sign that there is something out of balance in your body, so to speak. And I'm not saying that to kind of scare anyone or anything, but I think, you know, I really feel that. I really believe that too. So um, if you feel like you don't have a regular cycle, you feel like it's very up and down and all of these fluctuations and you feel like it's just not quite ease and grace, <laughs> then there's definitely maybe something going on, whether it's stress, nervous system, hormones, inflammation, diet related. Um, so yes. That is our monthly cycles. And so like I said, when you start to plan your month of things that you need to do around when you're naturally more able to do them, like with more ease and more flow and generally more harmony because that's what your energy is wanting you to do, you're so much more productive and you just get so much stuff done easier and probably better than if you're trying to do focus stuff when you're in your summer or you're trying to do a load of filming when you're in your winter or in your autumn or you're putting all the meetings on that transitions day in your autumn. <laughs> like We can just work so much more with ourselves and it'd be ease and grace. And I do know that's a privilege. And I also know, you know, as someone that has worked in an office, which still that is very privileged, but it's you can make little changes to work with yourself, even if you know, you're working for someone else. There are still things that you can do to just work with you and your cycle a little bit more. Um, and it creates so much more harmony within you and your life. Like I, it's, I can't even, like so much. And then we go on to, so yeah, that was the monthly cycle. So then we go on to the daily cycles. And like I said at the beginning, this is something that I really explored a lot more last year. This is something that I have been very aware of throughout my life. And when I was at, so I was actually homeschooled for, well, since I was like 13, I was homeschooled. And so you kind of get this big um, pack delivered or the way that, that I did it, or my parents did it. You get this like big pack delivered and it's like, here's your GCSE maths. <laughs> and so it was like a lot of self kind of teaching and self work right and I realized then so I was like 13 or 14 that it didn't matter what time I sat down during the day at that desk how tidy that room was and how everything else was done or um, and anything else I wouldn't actually be able to really concentrate on it until about 5 6 p.m and my prime was literally midnight like I'm not even joking and I'm not saying you know, I, I was fairly young, so my self-discipline probably could have been improved. So I probably could have made myself do it earlier, but naturally speaking, like I realized that very early that even if I sat down at 8 a.m., it would still be the same time where I gave it all my focus. And I realized this as well when I was in my office job that I would have so much more focus at that time of day, so much more focus. And if there was a, something really big I had to do, even if I tried doing it at 9 a.m., I would get distracted and it wouldn't really be done properly to the standard that I wanted it done until that kind of later time. So I always ended up working ridiculously late to do things, which was, again, I am calling myself out on discipline, but there is definitely a pattern 
<laughs> within me, for example, with when I focus a lot. Whereas in the morning, I feel creative, my energy feels outward. I feel like I wanna be kind of a little bit more outward, basically, similar to the spring summer energy of the month. And um, I'm the same with work now. You know, like I still, my, I'm a night out, so that's my best time if I'm, if I'm doing a lot of focusing stuff. The evening is my prime time. Whereas the morning, um, I have a lot more creativity. I naturally have a lot more outward energy. And basically this year, I really realized that I was, oh sorry, last year, forgot we're in, the, we're in the new one already. Um, last year, I really noticed that in the mornings, I was really shutting myself down of utilizing the creativity I was thinking or feeling. And I was really not allowing myself to go with my natural cycle. So although I was very aware that if I ever needed a lot of focus, it would be in the evening, I wasn't doing it for the rest of the day. And I wasn't really working with it as much as I could have. And I made a big shift that instead of me in the mornings, I would normally shut myself down. I'd be like, nope, Sarah, this is your morning practice. You're not allowed to pick up your phone. You're not allowed to write a post. You're not allowed to create some content. You're not allowed to do any writing. You're not allowed to write down ideas. You have to be doing your morning practice. It's time to meditate. It's time to do your movement on your mat, like whatever it might be. And I would really like be strict with myself but actually to my own detriment, because then later on in the day, when I wanted to do those things, I didn't have the same energy to do it. And so I naturally started to be like, okay, when I feel that, I'm gonna start going with it. And I can't tell you how good this has been for how I feel during my day, how in harmony I feel with my natural energy during my day, and how my work has shifted, like how I feel in my work because of it. And this has been really big. And I've also noticed it in my clients since I've been doing this. And they've also been doing the same thing. And they are now working with it so much more. And they have also realized how much easier it feels. And obviously not everyone has the ability to create their own content at 9am if they have an office job as well. But, you know, there are little things that can be done and kind of worked with a lot more than worked against than maybe what's being done now. Um, and so although I was aware that I had certain timeframes where I had more focus, I didn't actually think it was an energy thing. I've just always thought I'm a night owl, it's nighttime, I'm really good. But I've actually been studying feng shui for the last kind of three months-ish and it's it's actually a thing. <laughs> I was like, when I found this out, I was like, my mind is blown. Um, and I love when you find something out energetically after you've kind of implemented it and you've seen the shifts because it just validates it all so much. But naturally throughout the day, you know, with the sun comes a lot of energy. And so throughout the day, there are actual energetic fluctuations of when our energy is inward and our energy is outward. And so in the morning time, our energy is a lot more inward and then it starts to have this more spring energy where it starts to be a little bit more outward and it's a thing that we feel more creative then. And then around noon when the sun is the highest and there's the most energy coming from the sun until kind of, you know, midday, uh, not midday, like kind of mid-afternoon, there's a real outward energy because there's so much energy coming in. 
and then it starts to go back inwards later on in the day and then by the evening it's a much more inward focused completely inward energy and so there are actually fluctuations during our day as well as our monthly cycle and this would impact everyone whether you're male or female have a cycle don't have a cycle it impacts everyone um and since i've been aware of that i'm like oh my god this is so true that's why people are either early birds or night owls because the energy is the same the early bird energy and the night owl energy is the same it's the completely inward energy um and so if i was to get up at the crack of dawn which i just i don't know if i'd ever have that ability but <laughs> if i really wanted to the energy would be the same um and it's kind of like in between you have the really high energy at midday which just makes us feel a lot more similar to the summer ungrounded it makes us feel a lot more outward it makes us have less focus um and you know i have no doubt that we are all very unique in this and you know there's as an example the early bird or the night owl thing clear example how different we all are but i think this is just such a really cool thing to draw attention to and to acknowledge within your own working day whether you have a business you work for someone else or whatever it is that you do start to look and kind of reflect on when you feel like you're going against yourself and when you feel like you're really in harmony with your natural energy and if there's any points where you're not letting yourself go with your natural energy or the energy on the planet maybe more importantly um and is it possible for you to start working with it instead of against it because like i said it's made such a difference to my days and just how much more ease and flow there is um you know now i tend to depending on when i have client sessions but i tend to now mix up my day so i am more creative in the morning and then i do my movement when i don't have much focus to do work <laughs> because that's a great time to do movement um like i said it is always kind of depending on sessions but it's changed my day and it just feels so much more harmonious um, and also validates and gives me permission as well to go with it when I am focused um, and not feel guilty that, you know, I, I've been really bad all day and I should have done it earlier and why do I have so much trouble focusing during the day? It's like, oh, no, I'm just working with my own energy. Um, but instead of sitting at my desk all day trying to focus, I won't sit at my desk until I know that, that I feel the right energy. Um, you know, and this isn't to disempower anyone, as with the menstrual cycle, I feel it's it's really important to know that when you need to, you can absolutely cultivate the energy that you need. Like we are fully in charge and in power of our own energy. We can just be impacted by outside sources. So this isn't about, you can't possibly go to meetings when you're on your period, like of course you can. Like we've been doing it for, <laughs> A long time now like but there is that um knowing that you have another option and you don't have to power through and if you have the time and the space and the ability to do so you can take it easier during that time and you will feel better because of it and you can use energy at different times that are more suited to you so it's not about disempowering yourself and being like nope can't do that it's not in my ability. No, it can't focus. It's it. I can't do that right now. You know, that's very disempowering. 
And cycle syncing, the whole point is it's empowering. It's bringing yourself to harmony. And so it's knowing that if you wanted to and you needed to, you absolutely could. And it's not an excuse not to. I really feel strongly about that. And it's like knowing that you can do things more in harmony if you can, if, if you have that ability. So it's not about kind of disempowering yourself at all here. It's meant to be a very empowering practice um, and discovering it for you, you know, discovering when you have these fluctuations yourself. Um, and, and if you can start to work with them more and better um, and bring yourself just so much more into harmony with yourself. Um, and like I said before, you know, if this isn't something that you've done before and now I've kind of brought awareness to certain traits and characteristics of certain seasons and the daily cycle, you will probably notice it so much more and you'll kind of laugh, especially the one about um, nesting and tidying your home and want things in, things off your to-do list is a thing and it kind of makes everyone crack up when they realise how kind of predominant it is in our lives. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, like I said at the very beginning, the more you do it, the more you work with your own inner energy and daily cycles and planets and the moon, if that's what you're doing, the more attuned and in tune to that energy you become. So the more it impacts you. And although you might think, well, I don't want to be impacted by these things. Like it is, we are cyclical beings and we aren't meant to be linear. We aren't meant to be in the same energy at all times. And so it is a beautiful thing and creates a lot of harmony when we are working with cycles. Um, and, you know, you will notice that the more you work with it, the more it affects you and impacts you and ultimately brings more harmony into your life is the goal <laughs> um and so yeah that's kind of everything i wanted to share on cycles that was a long one um but if you do have any questions then uh please send me a dm i love talking about this and it's been a while since i've spoken about cycles as well like i said at the beginning if you've if you've been around a while you remember this is like all i used to speak about um and yeah uh it's been really lovely to speak about it again because i speak about it with my clients but i definitely don't speak about it much on instagram anymore so it's been wonderful um, and I hope you've enjoyed it and, and got something from this and yeah, any questions, please just send me a DM. Um, I will put into the show notes um, the title of the book that I mentioned and also there's another book that I will put in it as well. Um, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but there'll be a couple of book recommendations in the show notes. Uh, I will also put a, um, I'm not an affiliate to Natural Cycles whatsoever, but I do have a link, like there's a referral link if you're on it. So I'm just gonna pop that in there as well. Um, and yeah, I'll include all the normal links that I put in there for links for working with me, for my single sessions, for my energy healings, um, and for my courses as well. So that will all be in the show notes and of course my Instagram um, and as always if you've enjoyed this honestly I would be so 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 grateful and so honored if you can share it with someone you also feel would enjoy this episode um, and or on any social media um, 
platforms and also um, if you haven't already any reviews and ratings uh, preferably a high one <laughs> would be so appreciated it really helps the podcast so thank you in advance if you're able to do any of that and uh, yeah I hope you enjoyed and as always I'm sending you so much love uh, and happy new year Thank <laughs> you.